This segment coming to you from Loon Mountain as we continue to explore the Granite State and uh, check out some of our favorite ski areas and destination spots. And joined by Louise Smith, who's the communications manager here. A lot going on here at Loon, but first off, just what's the winter been like this year? We've had obviously the Omicron variant, which has subsided, thankfully, here in New Hampshire. But it seems like folks are wanting to get out. They're wanting to do things. What have you noticed so far about how many people come into the mountain and what have you been dealing with also on the workforce issue side of things? We definitely have noticed a difference in people, you know, wanting to get out. We saw that towards the end of last season. People wanted to get outside, enjoy the outside and enjoy those outdoor activities. Um, Like you said, we're not without problems in the workforce. I think everyone is is seeing the challenges there, but we are definitely making it work. You know, we're all in that environment and we've each got to help each other. So you will regularly see everyone in other departments just helping each other out where it's needed Um, but we're getting on with it and we've got to provide the best for our guests as per usual and we saw a great start to the season a a really really good start with the snow making we opened with a lot of terrain and I think our guests were thankful for that. What's it been like in terms of natural snow and weather overall I mean we've seen obviously over the last couple weeks significant variations in temperature and experiencing that uh, here uh, today on Monday as well as yesterday. Um, How's the weather been in terms of being able to make snow and also we got a bunch of natural snow about two feet um, you know, about a week ago, but it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of natural snow so so far this winter. Is Is it charting with how it has in the past in terms of how much snow you've had? Yeah, so looking at the beginning of the season, like I said, we got off to a really good start with the snowmaking. The team here is among the best in the business, and we're really thankful for that. And as we move through this the season, over Christmas, we got a lot of snowmaking done, and, and you're right. In typical New England fashion, you never really know what you're going to get with the weather. It's a, it's a mixed bag. Um, we've seen some uh, natural snowfall, you know, a few inches here, a few inches there, but when we got that... That really good storm a couple of weeks ago, that really obviously helped us out, and that was a really great couple of days. We've seen a couple of warm days here, but the team are on it. You know, the groomers get out, they do what they got to do, and then we're heading back into some ideal snowmaking temps in the next week. All right, so we buried the lead. There is an awesome new lift here, eight-person lift, where the majority of it is indoors. So you ski indoors on snow and then head off towards uh, a uh, gliding sort of pathway where you're at gates, then you go on the pathway, and then sit in the eight-person lift where it's just comfortable seats. It's unlike anything I've ever seen before in terms of, or felt before in terms of lift. You sit down, there is a bubble which comes down as well, and then you go in the high-speed lift up the, the hill. Um, tech, techno, from a technological standpoint, it's really interesting to me. Um, what have been the, the feedback so far, and is this as state-of-the-art as it seems? Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it is one of the most technologically advanced lifts in the world. So being able to unveil that here at Loon in New Hampshire, obviously at home, has been amazing and incredible. And overall, the feedback from guests and from team members alike has been fantastic. I mean, it is a marvel to look at. And it is, like you say, unlike most things that you've seen before. And the loading experience is a little different. So we've had a few hiccups with people not being able to um, load as they usually would so we, we're just overcoming that as it's just a little different than what you would usually see but you're right you ski right into the building you take a turn and then you load the carpet which will then essentially scoop you up so the chair will follow you scoop you up and then you go from there like on on the high speed lift 
Yeah, it's like a lot of things in skiing or in life. It's once you get comfortable with it, it's it's awesome. But again, like you're going through things you haven't done before. There's like this little hill that's towards the uh, the part where you loaded, and I'm like, am I going to go over the hill? Like there's <laughs> there was that. Um, but yeah, it's from a. I don't know if you want to get into cost or anything of that nature, but in terms of what it how it operates and you go you go to high speed it comes to a complete stop basically at the top automatically the bubble comes up and the uh harness which keeps you into the uh seat area comes up as well so if you want to get into cost we'd love to hear it if you don't that's fine and um what was what was the process in terms of, tr- of building this and and what are some of the most interesting parts from a technological standpoint So this project's been two years in the making and the first year was delayed by COVID um, and we pushed it back to the launch of this season, so the 2021-22 season. So we've had a lot of time to plan around all of those little details and I think that really helped from an operational standpoint when it came to actually starting the construction. Um, Like you say, the technology is amazing behind this project and As you described, when you get off the lift, the chair really does slow down, allowing you that time to get off. The the bar is an automatic safety locking bar, and that will actually just come straight up as you get off. Um, The chairs slow down, but the technology allows for those chairs to then spread out again so that by the time they get back down, everything's evenly weighted and ready to scoop you back up again. So there really is a lot of detail that goes into this. And um, I know you mentioned the cost, but the powers that be really wouldn't want me to share that with you. So I'm not going to get in trouble with that one. (laughs) I figured I'd try, but I also figured that you'd probably not want to tell me how much it cost. Um, Final thing is just on the skiing this year and... You know, Liam, my son's with me here today. We absolutely always have loved Loon since he was a little kid. We've been coming up here. And um, for us, best uh, trails, sunset. We always enjoy sunset. It's a beautiful approach. And then looking out over Franconia Notch and the uh, White Mountains is beautiful. And we always love South Peak. Uh, Cruiser is a great run. And also Boomer, we like. Um, this could be Boomer Run. And also... A jobber off of that. So, what are the, what is your favorite trail here, and what goes into in your mind a trail kind of standing out from from others? One of my favorites is um, heading up on the gondola, getting off, and then kind of going up the backside down Hallback and onto mm-hmm. Lower Walking Boss, mm-hmm. and then looping North Peak back onto Sunset, and then coming down the front side. That's one of my favorite loops, um, and I think. Um, what makes a great trail in my mind is something that you can ride over and over again, but still find that new line. Mm-hmm. Maybe on a different weather day, you really find something that really works for you and it flows, you know? So whether you're a really aggressive skier or snowboarder or whether you're just more of a cruiser like I am, you know, it's something you can ride over and over again and still love. Louise, great to see you. We'll check back in later on in the uh, season, see how things uh, have gone up here at uh, Luna and in the White Mountains. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me.